0: Welcome to the Horse Talk Show! Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton! Who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Who I have horses with people problems.
1: Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us this week on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa.
1: I'm Louisa Barton in the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala, the horse capital of the world with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship. Have you done any of your Christmas shopping? Not yet. Have you? I've got carrots for the horses' stockings. (laughs) Got carrots? I've always got those.
2: Well, that's (laughs) good. No,
1: I do. We had a wonderful last weekend. Uh, Really, really successful, but very, very busy, busy weekend. Um, Stirrups and strides. That was fun. That was a great time. I loved the attire, I just, uh, 1920s. I feel like maybe I should have been born in the 1920s. And you know where you hang the dress back up in the costume closet? Mine's not going in the costume closet. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna wear that out somewhere. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love, love, love the style. I love the little head things and the, <laughs> and the. I just uh, the gloves. Well, I didn't like the gloves on my iPhone because it didn't want to work.
2: Wow, there we are.
1: I know. I, I just, I up. just love the whole. I was of, the
2: Montana cowboy in the 1920s. You were
1: the Montana cowboy from the nineteen twenties. That's right. But stirrups and strides, uh, therapeutic riding center. Wonderful, wonderful organization. The event was brought to you by Lipchip. They were the presenting sponsors. So shout out to Lipchip LLC for supporting such a wonderful program that does so much for uh, disabled adults and children and veterans. And there's there's the the girl team. Uh, And uh, just a a great time. Wonderful fundraiser. Fantastic auction. I actually got some amazing uh, paintings done by Fang Ling. Ling? I wanted you Studios? to hang them
2: up in the studio. No,
1: they're already no, on they're my at living my room oh, wall. No way, <laughs> I'm not giving those up.
2: I got lottery tickets so that uh, I didn't have to take you anything, anything home. I'm up $50 right now.
1: Oh, really? How much well, did I, you?
2: well, I got, I think I was up $27 and then I got more tickets and now I got $50, what so time? I gotta turn those in. And
1: I thought about that one too, but well, I, that way I, I've never I, done well with scrapbooks. I didn't wanna
2: bring in something to the house and fundraiser. That's why you gotta put it out there. Fundraisers are, this is how much you wanna pay for it. So this is what it's worth, $150. Then that means you should pay 300 to take it home That's so right. that you're donating more and you're getting something for it.
1: Yeah, I loved mine. I'm very, very happy with mine. At Seminole Feed Stores is having their 12 days of Christmas, and that means that you've got to go to the Seminole Facebook page, to Seminole Feed Stores page, and you've got to like and comment and follow all the instructions, and then you're gonna win a prize, quite possibly. So make sure you do it. Go and find their 12 days of Christmas. That's a, a little shot from their, their page there. Follow the instructions, and it's only for 12 days and we're on day five, so. Oh. Hurry up, hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, Ocala Dog Ranch.
2: Oh, I heard that was big (sighs) time.
1: Wow. Hats off to Neil Hennessy and his team at Ocala Dog Ranch. First of all, for donating the venue, for Open Hands Animal Rescue, and the Humane Society, and Marion County Shelter, and Sheltering Hands, and all the other organizations that brought dogs in to adopt. What a oh fantastic event. And, and I how many? fell in love. 23 dogs adopted. That's mm-hmm. the one I fell in love with. And thank God somebody adopted it because I was going home with that dog.
2: <laughs> he looks like he's going to be a big puppy.
1: Oh, he's going to be huge. That's Bebo. Bebo has been in a shelter for a year and needs somebody to love him. Um, Did I think he, get adopted? he was, I don't know. I, I hope so. I sent some ladies over to, he's a phantom poodle. I sent some ladies over to have a look at him right right before the end and I'm so hoping that they adopted him because he's so cute. I held him and he was so sweet. But hey, anyway, $23.00 that's amazing so well done uh, to all involved horse country chiropractic were there as well as one of the vendors and just just well done Neil and thank you for all you do and this story made me cry oh so I'm gonna try not to but anyway this gentleman is a Vietnam veteran and been diagnosed with a lot of um, health concerns and they lost their older dog and horse recently and they are a 5-acre Place in Ellen and they came to find a dog, and they found Lola, and he he was teary-eyed about taking Lola home. Wow! And gave me a huge hug and made me cry. And um, that little dog right there is going to be spoiled rotten, <laughs> yeah, and have a really, really, really nice life. So. Um, Very, very happy for Uh, that lovely couple. That's great. So So I heard... I didn't cry, look, I made it because I didn't tell you everything. But I heard
2: Neil was surprised on how many people showed up. Why is that?
1: Well, you know, we did a few shout outs on the show. And, and quite a lot of people said they heard it on the Sky 97.3. By the way, the show airs 97.3, the Sky, on Saturday morning at 7.30. So
2: perfect timing. Yes,
1: and that was perfect timing because a lot of people heard it on the radio and headed down to Ocala Dog Ranch. So uh, we're thrilled to support this event and hope that we'll have many more of these in the future, finding... Wonderful, wonderful hope, forever homes for these pups that certainly need it. So, so
2: now we know Saturday, so that they hear it at seven. <laughs>
1: Ninety-seven. They show the sky, up. This guy, yeah. They show up at ten. They hear it and they head to events. So that really, uh, that helps a lot. It was a great day, and uh, and the good Lord kept the rain away until after it was over. So we were we were wow. in good shape, and the dock diving was fantastic. I mean, it was the dock. Dock diving. diving. Lots of people came out and tried the dock diving. So I want to say a very special thank you to Mayor Gwen Mayor Kent Gwynn uh, has finished his term as our mayor and we will miss him terribly. You want to talk about an advocate for the horse and uh, a lover of the horse, and he hadn't been on a horse in like 50 years when I took him out to the Demerics and uh, he rode on the track. And then I got him on a Pasafino too, which was really, really cool. And he was all dressed in his best. (laughs) I got him on a Pasafino. He has always been an amazing mayor of ocala and he went to ireland with us to our twin city and he is just so gung-ho about ocala and the connections he's been at the derby with us and the breeders cup and we are just have been so i got to interview him and the mayor of louisville with the twin spires behind me wow which was really amazing and kent brought all that into being so uh we talked about their bet how the, one of them always bets on an Ocala horse, and of course, one bets on a Kentucky horse. And it was just a, uh, a great, and the support that he has given Gentle to Gentle Carousel yes, has been off the charts. And he has just, he's done so much for our community. So we welcome our new mayor uh, today. And uh, we say, sadly, that we'll miss you, Lord Mayor, as I've always called you. and. We know we'll see lots more of you within our community because you're a hands-on kind of guy and you're gonna always be there supporting us and cheering us on. So we're gonna miss you, but we know we're gonna see a lot of you, so. Yay. Yeah. And welcome to a new equine-related CEP partner. We are thrilled to have Horse Country Chiropractic on board with us. They actually take care of horses and people and dogs, and they are uh, they are wonderful, and cats. They're wonderful, wonderful folks. Uh, they're a husband and wife team. We love them to bits, and you're going to see a lot of the Horse Country Clinic of Chiropractic team, Johan and Esther. We love you. Welcome. Can't um, believe it. End of the segment already. Already, we it hear the sound. By. It flew by. We're coming back with Dr. Adam Chaot, and he's actually going to talk about Alpha 2, very, very interesting topic, so stay with us. This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by horsemen for horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the HoofLink system. Simply implant, scan and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here and the future is Lipchip i Broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the Horse Capitol.
3: Hi, this is Hall of
0: Fame jockey Mike Smith. we are listening to the Horse Talk Show.
1: Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith, Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa.
1: Louisa Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Rhoda, And shortly we'll be hearing from Dr. Adam Chaot. And in the break, Pete said, what's alpha too? <laughs> and I said, you for hold on a second. <laughs>
2: I'm going to intro it. (laughs) Well, go ahead. What is Alpha 2?
1: So Alpha 2 is a absolutely phenomenal way of treating a horse that has any kind of inflammation, lameness, soreness, without actually putting anything in their body that's foreign to them because it uses their own um, blood and their own tissue. Well, Dr. K. will describe it much better than me, but they basically centrifuge it, spin it down, and re-inject it. But it is... um, it is meant to help the horse be more comfortable, it doesn't test this because it's just the horse's own, own body fluid. So, uh, but it's a, a wonderful way of making them much more comfortable without any risk of any kind of side effects or anything like that. And actually years and years ago, back before I was ever involved with Peterson Smith, A company reached out to me that was trying to come here from Germany that had a product like that. And I actually used that on a sore stifle of of Sunny's, and it was so effective. And I'm sure it's something very similar to that, but this is a different brand name. Uh, Dr. K. mentions having used it for two or three years and having absolutely incredible results without side effects. So that's phenomenal. But he'll explain it much better than me because he's the veterinarian. So here he is. (laughs) Louisa Barton here for the CEP's Equine Initiative and the Horse Talk Show on Equus Television, visiting with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson-Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And we are going to chat about Alpha 2, because I know Isaac got (laughs) (laughs) B-roll.
4: Yeah, so so Alpha 2's been around for a little while, Um, used in humans first. Um, So Alpha 2 macroglobulin is a... um, it's a protein that's constantly circulating in our blood and in the horse's blood as well. And its job is to in- remove inflammatory proteins. So um, we've devised a way to uh, pull pull the horse's blood and concentrate this alpha two macroglobulin into a certain volume. And then we can take that volume and we tend to then inject it into um, into areas that are inflamed, and a lot of times it happens to be joints, and it happens to be um, other tissues and that sort of thing. And so that that macroglobulin actually grabs on and binds those inflammatory proteins that are in the joint, let's say, and then it's removed via the bloodstream. So it's really nice. It's a, it's a biologic, so there's no there's no other drugs used. Um, so it's um, it's just what the horse produces and <clears throat> makes it really nice so you don't have to worry about you know withdrawal time or holding time out of competition there's no testing on it uh, nothing like that and um, it can it I, 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 I've had really nice success with it and clients have have really enjoyed it the other thing that's that's nice is that if you have multiple areas that need to be addressed, you can do it all in the same setting, provided you have enough volume. Most yeah. horses will give between 30 and 35 um, mLs of, of volume. Sorry, and pardon. then we take that and just kind of and split it up to where it needs to go. The other nice thing about it is if it's if you have any left over, you freeze it, it's good for six months. You can come back and readdress an issue or if there's some other issue that's come up. Then you have it, and um, you don't have to worry about processing it again or anything. You just thaw out the syringes and put it where it needs to be. It's um, super good for the for cartilage because you know a lot of times when we when we put stuff in joints, a lot of times there's some steroid involved to take care of the inflammation. That can be a little bit detrimental to the health of the cartilage in the joint. So this doesn't have any of those adverse effects because it's just it's just basically a blood product. So it's it's, it's, uh, it's really nice. Um, and healthy for the joint, and um, really, really nice to use in, in performance horses and, and, and that sort of thing. It doesn't. There's no, there's no pain masking or anything like that that happens. Um, it just takes those in, that inflammation and those inflammatory proteins that are there, and says, you need to go this way and uh, be gone. And, and horses have, have responded really well to it.
1: It, do they respond immediately or is this over a course of days post the treatment?
4: So is a good question. Most of, them, most of them respond immediately. A lot of times, so um, in traditional methods that we would inject joints, you generally would give them, a, there's about a 48-hour lag time to when the medicine starts working and decreasing the inflammation. With this, it, it starts immediately, so you don't have to hold them off of work for any amount of time, you can uh, keep them in training. Don't have to give them any time off. And um,
1: that was yeah. my next question: No downtime. No huh? downtime.
4: No. That's that, wonderful. That makes it nice, and it you know it helps keep the horse on that on that training schedule that works best for them. That's
1: wonderful. Discipline. And is it just one treatment to each area, or do you come back and retreat those areas? So it's just again?
4: one treatment typically, um, and then you know obviously if if they need to be readdressed in you know several months time, you, you can do that. A lot of times you know horses will get a year out of that you wow. know of that treatment that's awesome um certainly so um uh yeah it, and no it's side nice. effects no there? side effects at wow, all that's no. Wonderful. Uh-uh, no because it's just it's, it's just, just the just horse's them. biologic you know what it's made of so um there's no there's no side effects at all you know as far as that goes i mean obviously you have possible side effects of you know joint infection which all night you know any surgery can happen anytime you do anything invasive you have those possibilities but um, generally, no. There's no, no side effects to it whatsoever. I know nice. you
1: love seeing those sport horses go off and do well after. Well, yeah. So I you know, know that's really very nice. Rewarding. And, and yeah.
4: the other thing that's nice is if you have a metabolic horse that's trying, and you know, you, you get a little nervous giving them steroids for laminitis and stuff. This takes care of that. You don't have to worry about that being a problem. Wow. So it's, um, it's yeah, because there's that risk. Right. So yeah, right. so you know when you're when you're trying to address a, a, a performance animal and uh, you need to use steroids or whatever it makes you a little bit nervous when they're 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 already prone to laminitis so when you when you give them that steroid it can kind of push them over the edge and this this gives you you an alternative you don't have to worry about it wow super nice that's
1: phenomenal how long has this been around
4: i've been using it for about two and a half almost three years now it's i mean it's been in the horse industry probably five years ish people i don't know it's been it's been around a little bit longer than that in people and um but so yeah that's a fantastic yeah. tool yeah. it's nice it's, it's wonderful it's really to see great. those
1: kind of results without really side effects yeah. and concerns yeah phenomenal alpha 2
4: alpha 2 that's i love right. it
1: that's fantastic dr adam Kayot, peterson smith equine hospital and complete care for more information 352 237 6151 louisa barton for the horse talk show on equus tv This portion of the show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And our TV broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Supporting sponsors are DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip LLC, Piranha, Florida HVAC Services, Crystal Cryo, Ocala Dog Ranch, and The Drinking Post. At Crystal Cryo, you can relax and enjoy a non-invasive cryo skin facial, reduce fine lines and wrinkles and tighten the skin, improve texture and tone, stimulate collagen production, reduce inflammation and acne, and increase blood flow to the skin, resulting in a more youthful, radiant appearance. And it all takes only about 30 minutes. Boost your confidence now and set up a consultation. Find Crystal Cryo at crystalcryo.net or on social media. Experience. Experience the ultimate in relaxation and rejuvenation. Pamper and revitalize your body, mind and spirit at Crystal Cryo.
0: piranha
1: Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information.
0: Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355.
1: The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital.
0: Hi, this
3: is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening
1: to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa.
1: Louisa Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Rhoda from Complementary Horsemanship. And we have a very special guest in the studio with us that Pete brought in, which is wonderful. <laughs> and that is Jessica Simmons. Jessica, thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, Jessica is an equine nutritionist
3: and you teach at CF, right? Yes, I am one of the adjunct professors there. You're in Ocala.
1: That's wonderful. Tell us a little bit about your background.
3: Um, so I, I grew up in Colorado and um, kind of like every little girl, I kind of fell in love with horses and I begged my parents to let me ride. And so I started riding. There was a nonprofit there that I started riding with. and. I actually won my first horse, and from there on, it was the rest is history. Mm -hmm. I went to school at the University of Georgia. Go, dogs. (laughs) 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 And um, I got my bachelor's in animal science there, and then uh, worked in the industry, and then uh, went over to Texas A&M and got a master's of science. And now I'm here, equine nutritionist, uh, professor at the College of Central
1: Florida. That's awesome. Wonderful, wonderful resume. Certainly somebody we would definitely want to listen to. And in the break, we had a little chat about what you feed. Yes. And I was delighted to hear that you feed Seminole feed. I do. I do. I, I have
3: a brood mare. She is eight months pregnant right now. And I have her on Seminole's uh, mare in full feed. So it has offers high protein. So for our horses that are um, lactating, gestating, those kind of horses have really high protein needs. So I was really happy to see that Seminole's product offered a, a nice, high protein, but also other quality ingredients
1: as well. And it's nice, so it's made right here locally. And we right were talking here. on the break about how important it is that no other things can fall in the feed because yep. they only make the feed for horses. Exactly. So we don't have any risks of any cattle medications or anything falling so this is you riding yes that is me riding i'm
3: i also event and i'm brave dressage (laughs) yeah that's my six-year-old thoroughbred there and that's one of my other thoroughbreds as well Mm. Um, i love thoroughbreds yes they're they've got a heart of gold
2: is that the florida horse park
3: that is at the florida horse park yep
2: Beautiful, was my old lovely guy. horse. He was beautiful,
3: yeah. And what's his name? That's Justin. 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 I I have a thing for naming them after um, guys' names. So <laughs> I I am Justin and Ben and Henry. So, oh, I love it. And yeah. Picasso. Picasso's Picasso is another one. So yeah, that's kind of my thing. How many horses do you have? Um, currently, I have four, and then I have the the pregnant mare. So soon five. Soon five. <laughs> Got to cut my numbers off there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about equine nutrition it's quite it can be quite challenging Uh, it can be quite challenging because equines seem to experience quite a lot of health problems yes and their stomachs are probably the most sensitive part of them and there can be so many problems associated with the stomach Mm -hmm. which is why it's so important that you do feed a quality feed, seminal feed. I love seminal feed. I love Larson hay. Their hay is absolutely, uh, it's Idaho's finest alfalfa, but I'd say it's the world's finest.
2: Uh, <laughs> by hey, far. don't take my job away. Yeah, uh,
1: look, I'm even like wearing my Larson hay shirt. Um, so, so I feel like those basics are very important. Quality feed, you know where it comes from. Quality hay it, for horses. Let's talk about forage. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, for a horse, that's kind of our primary base that we start, anytime we formulate a diet, we start with forage. Because we think about our horses and we think about our wild horses, and they're meant to graze all day long. So they're always producing acid that's gonna be going into their stomach. Um, They don't have a gallbladder or anything like that so we always want to make sure that they have some sort of feed in there and so the nice thing about things like like our hay or our grass is it's going to travel through the digestive tract and go back and be fermented in the hind gut um, when we feed a lot of um, grains that are really high in things like starch or um, or sugars or things like that, it has to be broken down before it gets to the hindgut. If it reaches that hindgut, it's going to cause some problems with our microbes back there. So that, those are some of our gut, our um, little bugs back there that are gonna break down the fiber. So we really want to avoid that. So we always start with with our forage to make sure that we're feeding all of those microbes properly and it can go in there and kind of help buffer the stomach so we talk about it always releasing acid that's where we start dealing with things like
1: ulcers one of our our big problems in our performance horses Um, yes i think dr chaos told me it's something between 90 and 95 percent of race horses show horses performance horses that compete yes 90 90 to 95 percent have stomach ulcers yes that's high (laughs)
3: <laughs> they are, and, that, and that's where we're talking about. The horses, their physiology isn't always perfect, so they're very prone to having those those ulcers. So the more that you can keep um, hay in that stomach to be able to act as a buffer, or our alfalfa hay, alfalfa's high in calcium, so that's going to kind of help buffer the stomach. So it's going to help buffer the pH and things like that to kind of help coat it and, and, and deal with some of those issues that we deal with. I feel
2: with. like I'm back at Georgia metabolism. <laughs>
3: You didn't know you were walking into a college class. So <laughs> yeah, I'm walking lunch. into a right. college class. Okay, so what
2: she's saying is forage, forage is the, forage, the most forage, important. Forage. Yeah. yeah,
3: you don't want them to go more than four hours without some sort of forage, whether that's your hay or your grass or or something like that. And then outside of forage you really need to provide some sort of mineral and vitamins so that can come from things like Equalizer at Seminole, it can come from some of your other fortified grains, or you need to feed a specific vitamin and mineral supplement because that's what your hay is not gonna provide. Your hay will meet most requirements for protein for your moderate exercising horses. It's gonna meet your energy needs on the most part, especially you're feeding Larsen's. <laughs> um, but yeah, so outside of that, that's when you have to start to meet some of those other specific needs. And then you can start looking at do i need more energy thing how can we add it look for things like beet pulp those are fermentable fibers so once again fermenting in the hind gut so you'll see a lot of um some of our grains and stuff will be beet pulp is the first is the first product because it's going to travel through to that hind gut rather than being from from some of our starchy whole grains that are going to be need to be digested earlier
1: i'm a huge fan and i think this has a lot to do with i grew up in england where the grass is mostly green and lush Mm -hmm. year round. In many cases, it's much too lush for ponies or pre-metabolic or metabolic horses. Yes. But here in Florida, depending on how close to the coast you are and which area of Ocala you live in, or if you even live down South Florida where there's a lot less grass, your horses might be on a bare field at this time of year where they're kind of down to dirt. And if you work for a living and you're gone all day, you Mm -hmm. can't give your horse hay every three or four hours. So I'm a huge fan of the compressed bales yes. because they're very slow feed. They can't score it all down in 15 minutes and then look at you like, can I have some more? And yep. you're not there because you're <laughs> at work. Yep. So I love the compressed bales because they get that slowly the way that they would get grass, the way they pull grass up. Yep. They do that fairly slow. You'd, unless you've got a really lush knee deep field, your horses are eating grass very slowly and mm-hmm. digesting it slowly. So I love the compressed bales from and I love to put one of those in my hay hut oh, and yep. it's there. And then I know when my horses need roughage, they know it's there, they're gonna go get it.
3: Yep. That's what I have my horses on as well, being able to have that that 24 seven access. But like you mentioned, uh, we've got some of our easy keeper horses or we've got our metabolic horses where we really need to you know, limit their intake and things like that. So the compressed bale is a
1: great it's way. It's a great way because they have to work for it. And when they get some, they don't get nearly as much as they do I love the Timothy bales because mm-hmm. they're they're just fantastic. They're great roughage. They're good quality, and they they don't get it like they get a big flake and go the whole thing's exactly. gone, right? So mm-hmm. that's a great slow feed option or a slow feed hay net. Yes, if you have one of those. That's the other option if that's they're the, in a stall. Yeah, that's another. So
2: that sound you just heard means we need to move
1: flew through that to
2: the to the so next fast. segment. But yeah. guess what? Jessica's going to be back. So stick it <laughs> with us, and we'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to the horse talk show. Have you ever heard of a horse that can talk? Listen to this with your host Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again. And now, here's your host, pretty, pretty, Louisa Martin. She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gas, and her guests are fab.
1: Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa. We've
1: been talking about that with with Jessica Simmons, equine nutritionist. Um, We've been talking a little bit about... The difficulty of horses' stomachs, which quite complex. Yes. And definitely can trigger certainly how a horse feels. Um maybe if a horse is nervous or on edge or stressed, that can impact stomach as well, right? One hundred percent. Just yes. like people. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: actually one of the things that I talked to Jessica and I learned a lot from this was you know my training is about getting the horse relaxed and so Jessica said oh that's very important for digestion so elaborate that for us on training making relaxed horses or having relaxed horses
3: yeah for sure so a lot of times our, our competition horses are under a lot of stress they're traveling you have your rigorous training exercise and we talked a little bit earlier about those microbes those bugs that live in our hind gut and they're very susceptible to any sort of changes that are that are going on within the horse so when you have a lot of stress, that's where we can have issues where there's bugs are going to die off and the, the environment within there is going to change. And that's going to impact things like uh, fermenting our fibers and things like that. And you can start to have, you know, things like loose stool or other signs that are going to kind of show within your horses. So as you're able to kind of relax them and accommodate some of those changes, you will see um, like their stools start to firm up and
1: things like that for sure. Wow. There you go. Look Very at that. Cool. You can help them with their digestive I, I system. Know. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the metabolic horse, because that is something I've talked to Dr. K at Peterson Smith about um, several times. About how horses can be pre-metabolic even as early as five, and maybe not even show a full-blown case until they're even fifteen. But there is some like there's some signs early on and catching those things early and addressing them with diet so important
3: yes for sure that's where it really plays into paying attention to your horses looking for those small changes Um, paying attention to their hoof health their coat health in particular is one that you can really see Um, even if they're not overweight looking for abnormal fatty deposits are they are they getting lumps of fat like especially along the crest of the neck around the tail head are they starting to accumulate fat there or for our overweight horses, um, you know, we see the same problem with humans as well. So it's it's imperative that we make sure that we're, we're feeding our horses um, a high quality nutrition, but also feeding for their needs to make sure we're not promoting uh, an overweight horse where we're going to start to run into some of these problems. Um, and that's where you're going to pick. You know, maybe you just feed a high quality forage and you just feed vitamins and minerals and you don't need any grain. You don't need that extra energy or anything like that. You don't have to feed a grain if you don't want to. Seminole has the equalizer that's going to help meet all of those vitamins and mineral requirements and that can be all you have to feed that
1: with your hay and things like that. So I'm picking some equalizer up. You've mentioned it twice. I'm picking some <laughs> equalizer up. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing I drive
3: home from a nutritionist standpoint. The biggest thing I see is people not meeting those vitamins and minerals requirements and They're just feeding a handful of grain and not realizing that the feeding instructions are to feed four pounds and so you're not meeting those requirements and same with us if we're not feeding our bodies we're not going to feel well and we see that a lot with our horses you'll see their their health kind of improve their hoof health start to improve and things like that just by meeting requirements
1: that's it Angie, if you're watching, I'm getting some... A4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adding it to my needs order. <laughs> those needs.
3: Um, for our metabolic horses, keep the starches and sugars down. That's that's a rule of thumb that you can follow for for any horse as well. We, we have the cutoff at 10%, so you can look. Seminole's really great. You can go on their website. Each one of their feeds will tell you what's in it, and you can look at it and see, is it within those reasons? You know, some of our other horses can handle a higher load, but if you're dealing with overweight metabolic horses, keep those starches and sugar levels down low um, so that we're not kind of having those those insulin concerns and things like that. So
2: I've seen you come out and do an evaluation for somebody. Tell me what you go through to have an evaluation so that people can be educated if they did have you out or somebody similar that has your background.
3: The first thing is we need to establish what the horse's requirements are. So th- that's where it really comes into estimating their weight, whether it be um, if you have access to a scale, that's great. But we can do it with weight tapes and things like that as well, if needed. Um, figuring out where do they fall in their exercise category. So there's different um, stipulations and things like that, so we can determine. It's it's very scientific. We don't we won't talk about the math, but it, there is a whole algorithm back there, are a whole lot of calculations that go into figuring out what are their exact requirements and then from there that's when we start to look at okay what what do we need to feed we want to feed as much hay as we can so let's first put in as much hay as we can and now let's fill in the gaps that we have and things like that so that's where we start is just kind of saying okay let's make sure we're meeting and then we start talking about what are your specific concerns is it hoof health is it metabolic health are you seeing any sort of ulcer concerns things like that that's when we can start to dive in but it's it's all about making sure meeting the horse's requirements and having a healthy horse to start, and then we can optimize from there.
2: And then one of the things you mentioned was salt.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. that's my salt. favorite thing. So a lot of times that's, that's the missing key component is salt. So if we think about our horses, um, salt is really important for both nerve, muscle functions, it's an electrolyte within the body. And a lot of times our hay, our pasture grasses, and even our, our commercial grains are low in sodium in particular. So adding just a couple tablespoons of table salt is enough to meet those maintenance requirements. Um, and my horse, Picasso, who he and I, have, I've worked with Pete um, for him. Um, so he he quit sweating this summer and um, I just kept increasing his salt, increasing his salt. And we we got him up to 120 grams, which is a lot of salt. Um, but he started sweating again. Yeah, so a lot a of lot. times for some of those horses now, there's a lot of other reasons for anhydrosis, but a lot of it is down here in florida it is hot in the summer every summer we're breaking records it seems like um and so they're having to sweat 24 7. and even though you're you have your salt lick out there and you're adding a little bit of salt it's never going to meet those requirements and so it's it's just making sure
1: we're increasing that salt and i love the um the salt licks as well i love the redmond one i love the himalayan one Horses really seem to like those. I know you can't control that as much as you can putting it in the feed as a as a top dressing, obviously then you know how much they're getting. Um, but if you have a horse that will lick a salt lick, that is an, another great way for them to get salt. Maybe you're feeding night and morning, so you're putting the salt in there, you know they're getting it, but throughout the day, you know, it's yeah, a, that's another a great thing option. that encourages them to drink water, too, because it makes and them thirsty. And you can't thirstier. feed
3: too much salt. So yeah. having that that free choice option and then also adding it in the diet is a great way to go to make sure that's you're good meeting those requirements. That's good to know. You can't give them too much. Nope, so. it's not like humans. There's been no reported cases of things oh, like Oh, that, that'd be like a yeah.
2: lot of salt. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah We don't, <laughs> you I mean, we don't I, have I, those to, concerns.
2: I used to feed cattle the minerals, <laughs> and they'd go up there and just start sucking the minerals down with the salt. And so... Yeah. I mean I get
1: my Redmond Rock at Seminole. Actually I love my Redmond Rock. <laughs> and I and I get my Redmond loose salt too there and I love that as well. So I, I start adding that in the in the fall anyway. Um because extra because I worried about them not drinking enough because the exactly temperature changes winter. dramatically mm-hmm. here, sometimes thirty or forty degrees from you know day to night and if you have a drop like that horses go I'm not really thirsty anymore and so all of a sudden they're not drinking and then because it's cooler we add extra hay and so then we're making everything so dry and we don't want an impaction because that's no fun. That's why most people
2: don't like coastal because they don't yeah. Get enough to drink.
1: It's true fact. <laughs> Jessica, I can't believe that flew by. I know. I'll
2: have to have you back. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, anytime. That was amazing, and you're welcome to stay through the end of the show if you'd like. So Jessica did an absolutely phenomenal job talking to us about equine nutrition. We have lots more topics we could cover with her. we definitely like to have her back on the show again. Thank you so much for being with us. And coming back, we are going to actually intro our Pat Myers because we love that guy. So stay with us. He's electric. <laughs> thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the horse talk show palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience thank you to our tv broadcast sponsor larson farms idaho's finest alfalfa also thank you to supporting sponsors nirvana medical spa tt distributors summit joint performance Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center.
3: My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust.
0: Does your farm need a facelift? Has the harsh Florida climate left your barns, stable doors, and fences stained? JNS Pressure Washing has a professional team who can exceed your expectations and restore your farm to its former glory. Get rid of dust and cobwebs that can cause allergies and health issues for horses and keep your horses safe by limiting fire hazards in the barn. JNS Pressure Washing can clean your house, your barns, your fences, and your driveway, and you can count on dependable and professional services. For more information, call Stephen at 352-502-5355.
1: The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital.
3: Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse
1: Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa.
1: Louisa Barton here with Dancing Pete Rhoda. Jessica Simmons has been here in the studio. We've been talking a little equine nutrition, and we are going to switch it up to what they call, what did you call it? Walk and...
2: W- walk and stop. Walk
1: and stop with Pat <laughs> Myers Electric. So I want to say quickly before we get onto the topic, Thank you so much, Pat Myers Electric. I know I need to replace that one light bulb, but this was a nightmare. This was my very favorite light fixture at my old house, the the mason jars, and I just loved it. And I moved it to the new house, but there wasn't enough uh, of a crawl space to get in there. And Pat Myers Electric came yesterday, loved on my dogs and um, installed this for me. And not only that, but gave me two switches with alternate different dimness and everything and They are amazing. And that was not an easy project. So shout out to them on a more serious topic that's quite upsetting. Pete shared that some people who we would like to send out our prayers, condolences and our thoughts to in New Hampshire, experienced waking up to a barn fire next door and seeing a a horse barn on fire, which is absolutely devastating for anybody to experience. They lost uh, a couple of horses, some goats. Very, very sad, um, very sad experience. And um, that picture right there just says it all. It's just so upsetting. So I just, uh, I think Pete and I want to just say how important it is that, you know, The barn is safe. And if you need an electrical checkup, it is no judgment zone with Pat Myers Electric. They will come out and they are the kindest, most professional folks. Uh, Any guests on our show automatically get or listeners get that free barn checkup. So if you want Pat to come out and walk through your barn, he will be so kind. But he will show you things that could be uh, be dangerous, could be scary.
2: And some people go, oh, I don't want him to see it. That picture we just showed, you want him to see it. You
1: do. You want him to see it, and and you want to make sure that you're safe. And that advice is priceless. It comes, you know, there's no price. You can't put a price on the advice you get from Pat Myers. Anyway, here he is, stop and walk with Pete at the barn.
6: (laughs) At Pat Myers Electric, we're constantly training to be our absolute best. For all your current barn needs. Wanna take a walk? Yeah, let's, let's walk. See what's going on. Yeah,
2: stop what do okay. we call it? Stop and walk walk, walk and or, stop. Walk and stop. Well let's do walk a, and stop. Let's do a walk and stop. Let's do it. We got a different barn now. Yeah. This is more like a shop barn than it is a horse barn. Mm-hmm. But it's horse people that own it. So still important. Still important, still yes important. sir. This all is right. where all the fun stuff happens.
6: Yeah, all right. So let's let's take a walk. Let's start with the service standard meter can this is this is actually looking really well um one of the things i prefer but is not necessarily a must is i some most of the time i like to see a a disconnect means on the outside so that if there ever is an emergency and first responders need to turn it off in a hurry they just turn it off oh, wow. um there's nothing wrong with this it's just one of my with the preferences that we like to see to have a little bit more safety there you go uh, this uh rv this is an rv plug this is one of the things i talked about being an in-use cover so this is a weatherproof enclosure your rv outlet is inside and it's got the cutout here so you can plug it in and shut that lid so that would be and better still, to see over yeah it's just one of the preferences and you like would rather thing.
2: see that than a
6: plastic uh, i generally like these these are a little more sturdy so When you're plugging and unplugging stuff, those plastic covers get banged around a little bit. The metal covers, just a little more stout, just stay. And what's the box next to it? So this is just an air conditioner disconnect. This is so you can maintain. When the air conditioner company comes or electrician comes and they want to work on their their AC, it's close enough that they can see that it's turned off, so nobody can just walk up and turn it on while they're working electric on it. Electric
2: fence, been there, done that's that. It. <laughs> that's it. That's
6: <laughs> it. I swear I unplugged that electric fence before I touched it. Yep, that's it. You want to make sure it's line of sight, so you can make sure right. you're not getting shocked. We've so,
2: done our stop. Let's do some walking.
6: Let's go to the walking portion. Okay, so. First thing I notice in here is we're in a, what we consider a damp location. It's an area again, where we can, there, there can be some rodents, some pests in here that can get to it. Everything in here is done in interior wire. Uh, It's all what we call Romex or NM non-metallic cable. Um, We have indoor rated lights and these are indoor rated fans. Uh, we end up calling them sad fans because eventually all the blades start drooping down like they're real sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the blades, the motors aren't sealed. The blade, like I said, the blades are not meant to
2: be outdoors. But Okay, so big point there that what you just said, so that's why we don't want a fan like that in the barn. Absolutely. So we want an enclosed motor because of the same reason you are just talking about. Well, and then also, Pete, I mean, I'm standing
6: underneath this fan and I'm 6'1". A horse can rear up and bang into this fan. And if that's on, that horse can get seriously injured. We don't want a fan like this in a barn. We want to make sure they're totally enclosed. So even if they do get curious and they bang into it, they're not exposed to the blades uh, and they stay safe. But in here, again, back to the fan i mean this is not only is it an indoor fan and it's installed with romex the splices where it's connected to the power source are completely exposed they're not in a junction box they're just mounted to the stud so there's a lot of things going on with the installation um, and with the product that they used in this facility
2: so awareness that's what i tell my students all the time when you get new awareness you see it all the time Yeah. I I always tell people, I'm gonna ruin horses for the rest of your life because when you go to a show, you're gonna see all these people doing stuff and now your awareness is heightened and they always come back and they're like, I saw 10 times more than I've ever seen before. That's it. So I love that I've looked at this barn many times. Yeah. And I've never seen the splices or Mm -hmm. thought, well, what's wrong with the splice? Yeah. Uh, That's That's great. That's it. All right, anything else? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna
6: keep going. So we have a we have a lot of outlets in here. No GFI protection. We that is one of the there's things. There's one, right? There's
2: one. So and
6: Uh-oh. there's the test.
2: Oh, there I got that.
6: But it okay. Turned red. Still something wrong with it because it tripped out immediately. So that means there's something wrong with this circuit. Okay. So this is this is actually protecting you. People call me all the time and they're like really freaked out that their gfi or outlet is tripping and they're like something's terrible and i'm saying no nothing's terrible it's doing its job it's doing what it's supposed to it's telling you that there's something wrong now it's my turn to come in and find out why it's doing what it's doing and we can figure i out need to how. get one of these for
2: horses so yes. they trip, they go, call me when just that indi- <laughs> When that indicator light
6: goes <laughs> off, then you know you gotta call Pete. There you go. <laughs> so we have other outlets that don't have it. Other outlets that don't, now that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not protected. Like this outlet can protect other outlets in oh, the area. Interesting. We just need to make sure that, that it's actually doing its job. So that's one of the first things I see. When I look around at a barn and I see I, the majority of the outlets, not GFI, physical GFI outlets. That's the first thing I want to do. We have a tester, you plug it in right away and check to see if it's protected. So that's one of the things we want to check on. So, um, Big deal. Uh, we also want to make sure these covers, this is just residential cover, oh. because this is a damp location, even if it's in a wall like this, we want to make sure at least there's a flip cover on it. It doesn't need to be the big bubble cover, the in use cover style that we were talking about before, but it can just be a cover that if you are using a pressure washer, you're using something to clean up in here, you don't get water inside the, the receptacles.
2: And so. being a shop, you're going to be plugging your equipment into it you want to have some protection absolutely absolutely big deal Um, because it's a shop the lighting
6: in here uh i'm not worried about as much this is standard fluorescent lighting the bigger thing is from what i see the connections that are made they're open splices we always want to make sure that any connection any electrical connection is done inside a junction box or inside the light fixture itself and we and should have
2: covers on them if this is a horse area. If this was a horse area. Or if we want to be safe, yes,
6: they should abso- be covered. Absolutely. But again, they're, they're up high enough. And if this is just a shop, it's not the biggest concern, but it is something we do want to address. And ultimately, going to LED, it's going to save you power. It's going to be a better light. It's going to be brighter in here. And they're shatter resistant. You don't have to worry about things
1: Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance. Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. (laughs) The equine performance and innovative center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aquapacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, EuroSizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media.
5: This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com.
1: The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital.
3: Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. Into the
1: horse talk show back on the final segment of the horse talk show for this week presented by palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor.
2: Idaho's finest alfalfa.
1: Louisa Barton here in the studio with Dancing Pete Rhoda. And we have our special guest who has been so informative that we must have her back on again, uh, Jessica Simmons. And I'm going to have her come out and look at Frosty too. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that'll be so fun. We're going to switch it up to Dancing Pete Rhoda's Horsemanship
2: of the Week. Dancing Pete's Tip of the Week brought to you by Complimentary Horsemanship. Okay, today's tip of the week is a challenge. So one of the exercises I like to teach when I teach my riding is, can you do three trot strides to a walk? And that means, can you only ask for three trot strides? And then it go back to the walk. And then what that teaches you is, if you got five, then bring them back to the walk and ask half as much as you just did. If you get four, then ask half of that until you get only three and you can do it consistently. And what that's going to do is it's going to give you a thousand transitions and your horse is going to start thinking downward transition and you're going to learn how little it takes. And what I always tell people is I look at a horse's walk as one mile an hour to 10 miles an hour. His trot is 11 miles an hour to 20 miles an hour. His canter is 21 miles an hour to 30 miles an hour. And then for the thoroughbreds and inventors, your gallop is 31 to 40 miles an hour. So when you say trot, are you pushing the accelerator and getting 19 miles an hour, or are you getting 11 miles an hour? So this is going to get them to go 11 miles an hour, and then eventually you're going to be able to regulate them. I've had people that had trouble cantering a horse. They do this exercise. They take it up to the canter, and all of a sudden... They're getting three strides of canner and back down to the trot, and the horse goes, "Oh, I can do three trot or three canner strides, and then boom, and they're only going up to twenty one miles an hour
1: so don't be a lead foot is what he's saying
2: <laughs> and what I always tell people is what I'm going to teach you how to do is drive the Ferrari like it's a Ferrari instead of like a jeep, so a lot of people drive a Ferrari horse like a jeep, meaning they floor it because they're used to a jeep not going, and then all of a sudden they're in the canner and <laughs> it's like this horse is out of control. I'm yeah. like, no. And then you just...
1: maybe even gallop into a tree. Yeah, right. but <laughs> Had that happen to somebody recently. And then
2: take your old Jeep, the horse that can't go far or fast, and turn it into a Ferrari where they're just as sensitive by learning both parts. That's what I enjoy doing. So challenge, three trot strides, build it to five, then 10, then a quarter lap, half a lap, and before you know it, your horse is going to be right with you with your upward and downward transition.
1: Very nice. And speaking about Ocala Dog Ranch earlier and the incredible success of that wonderful event that we were really, really, really impressed with how many dogs they got adopted. We love Neil Hennessy. He does such a fantastic job. And he is going to talk about... Socializing dogs, bear in mind, please, that there is a dog virus around right now. We were very mindful of that last weekend, managed it very well with hand sanitizer, not handling dogs too much. After people had done the walkabout, they couldn't come in and touch dogs again after they had gone around the um, the other booths. So we were very mindful of that. Neil is very mindful of that in his sanitation processes at Ocala Dog Ranch. So when we're talking about socializing, we just want to preempt that by saying, be very careful right now with socializing dogs Just be, and make sure you're going to a reputable place with your dog. If you're going to a dog park or a dog facility or dog boarding, make sure you're going to somewhere reputable that's sanitizing everything and that's very careful about dogs with symptoms and that kind of thing because we certainly don't want uh, that to become any worse of a problem. So just mindful of that. But socializing your dogs. Here's Neil. <coughs> The horse talk show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Neil Hennessy,
4: the owner of Ocala Dog Ranch. Socialize your dog. There's loads of places in Ocala that are dog friendly. So take your dog out. Go to a restaurant. Sit on the patio. Have your dog with you. Go to some of the hardware stores. Go downtown. Walk around the square. Take your dog out. It's Be fun for you, be fun for your dog. Some good mental stimulation for the dog to get out and see different things. And it's a little bit of exercise. Remember, they're our best friends. Let's go have fun with
0: them.
1: Hats off to a great guy. Love Neil, great tips there for uh, people who have dogs. And why on the horse talk show do we go to the dogs? Because pretty much everybody that has a horse has a barn buddy as a dog sometimes, and if you don't
2: sometimes too many
1: oh <laughs> yes <laughs> listen i did well what can i say yes. uh, a few quick mentions to gentle carousel miniature therapy horses a wonderful organization they do so much for so many so selflessly we love them so dearly congratulations to them they were entered into the equus film festival in albuquerque new mexico and they won a winnie award I love that for their film, A Hero Horse, a magical true story about magic, the only living top 10 most heroic animal in the history of the world. She's an amazing, amazing horse, and we're so grateful that she is here in our community and serves our community in so many ways between the schools, the rehabs, the hospitals, hospice, disaster scenes, you name it. uh, Magic is in it, visiting our first responders, Um, people sometimes taking their last breath, get a visit so she's uh she's a true hero and we're grateful and congratulations to them mm-hmm. don't forget that the Pasofino festival is coming up at the southeastern Live. i say coming up oh my gosh it's scary but it's in february of 2024 and that <laughs> is coming up
2: that's coming up
1: <laughs> third to fourth of february is the new year paso festival at the southeastern livestock pavilion so go to paso for more information they put on a heck of a festival.
2: And the passos for show people, they are the most friendly people with their horses. They're like, oh.
1: come, come see
2: our horse. I've had people go, oh, you want to ride? And I'm like, you're at a show. And I'm like, no, it's okay, come on. And it's like, wow, if we could learn from other disciplines to be that friendly, mm-hmm. you might have more people in those disciplines. I know,
1: they are They are wonderful. They welcome you with open arms, love to teach you. As we showed you earlier, Mayor Gwynn was on a Pasafino. They were like, this is one of the most prized stallions in the USA, and there was Mayor Gwynn get on we want you to feel it so uh wonderful and when mentioning that the hobby horse equestrian games 2024 we are going to have a sounding board and you are going to be able to try your Pasafino gate out on a stick horse just so you know
2: wow and we
1: got some Pasafino people coming to show you how to do that so that is exciting stuff and a congratulations to piranha uh, western horseman uh, award best of 23 for their supplies and oh my goodness their wow. supplies are the best and we are so grateful to Piranha for so many reasons being here in our community being around for 50 years having the best spray master systems the best products and for supporting the equine initiative at chamber
2: and they always treat us like family and that's what i like about them they
1: do indeed we love the piranha team we're so blessed to have them i listened to the cep's portraits of success with tom DeSillo today and i just loved what he had to say about how they made their start here in the horse capital how they they kind of spread their wings and they came back here a few years ago to really work and help their distributors to be successful, to give them all the tools they needed and to support the equine initiative, which as far as we know, is the only chamber in the world that has an equine initiative. So we are so grateful. And while I'm talking about piranha, so I don't forget. We have a gift bag for you. thank you. Um, Full of all kinds of piranha goodies. Yay. And it always does this crazy thing (laughs) on the green screen. But, uh, but yeah, we've got some lovely samples in there for you for being our guest today. Thank Thank you. you. That sound means we have to wrap it up. I want to thank Jessica for being with us. Mm -hmm. Pete, thank you. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until our anniversary show for 10 years next week. Don't miss it.
2: See you soon.